0: Hello, this is Saul Gonzalez, lead pastor of Lifehouse Church, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you so very much for joining us today. I believe that through this message, God will encourage you, challenge you, and better yet, change you for the glory of God and for the purposes God has called you. Enjoy this message. I'm uh, convinced that most of us are shortchanged because there's a, something in us that gives up prematurely. I'll say that again, that most of the things that God has for us, even like for our kids, those of us that are parents, and you know that, man, you believe in your son, your daughters, or your children, and then you want them to have pluck. Plack, pluck is like an archaic word for, for giddyup, Uh ganas. Uh, like, like just a, um, have a sense of, of um, you know, focus. Um, um, and um, you know a sense of of not giving up or a sense of of good kind of a good kind of Stubbornness, uh, if you will, just just I'm not a someone who gives up, and most of us, I believe, that undermine God's plan because we become impatient and we give up really or prematurely or prematurely on what God has for us. So the question today in the message is, uh, why shouldn't I give up, especially in light of that we live in a fallen world and we ourselves have a fallen nature, and that people around us fail us, people around us fail us all the time, but it's not other people's failures that probably undermine what God has for you. It's your own. It's your own shortcomings. It's your own um, like uh, dissensions within and contentions, and um, uh, you can't make up your mind. And a lot of us are fickle when it comes to our own direction, and we're not focused, but rather we're fickle. Um, and so we are our own worst enemy. And if we were honest, it's um, we have very little, we're, if we're honest, a lot of us that kind of uh, push Um, and and identify and try to look for people to blame. At the end of the day, it doesn't scale, and it doesn't matter to God. I want to say this, because this message is about, the, the title is, Why I Shouldn't Give Up, or Why Shouldn't I Give Up? And and there's a message here of a story of this woman, this Canaanite woman, this Seraphonician woman that had at least four opportunities uh, to give up. And she didn't give up. Uh, She kept insisting. She had a persistent kind of faith. She had a faith that prevailed, that persevered, that hung in there while many others would have let go. Uh, The first insult, she would have just relented. She would have given up. And I want to say that again, that most of us, I believe, miss out on what God had or still has for you because we have this spirit um, that is that is very um, um, delicate or fickle, and, and we are impatient in, in, in when it comes to hearing from God or or letting God um, move or speak or come through. And so, so some reasons why you and I shouldn't give up. And I'm going to have a, a guest speaker, preacher, help us today. Uh, pastor Chris, would you come up here? Um, he's from Nigeria. He's a pastor, missionary, apostle. Would you help me receive him? Um, careful. Don't, don't fall because we haven't paid the insurance. Because uh, in some of these folks haven't paid their tithes. So that's so it's been a while it's, it's a worst okay I'm surprised the lights are on <laughs> given the but but this, he, this is a man of God and and I want to just say a few things here that you shouldn't give up because you're God's creation okay you're God's creation so God doesn't create mistakes masterpieces he only creates masterpieces you shouldn't give up because you're not accidental you're intentional so you are God's intention And God never intends something to be failure, to be a failure, to be accidental. You shouldn't give up because uh, who you are and what you do matters to God and to those those people that God has put around you, that when you fail, others get hurt. When you give up, others don't get their miracle. When you give up, others don't receive their miracle. The story of this woman, this Canaanite, is if she would have given up her daughter that was vexed with a demon spirit, and maybe your daughter your sons or children are not possessed, but maybe they are vexed. This daughter was possessed. But a lot of our kids are are struggling, our children, uh, because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Uh, We are not enemies. No human person with a human name is your enemy. No one. Not your boss. Not your wife. Thank you. Not, not your. She's not your enemy, mister. Uh, your wife. But rather, principalities and powers and spirits in the air. That's our enemy. How many say amen? amen. So sometimes we, we've identified the wrong target uh, and we begin to hate the wrong person. Don't hate the person, but the spirit behind of what is messing some of our loved ones, they're hurting, they're struggling, and it's a spiritual thing. It's not a personal thing, uh, even though your personality might get in the way sometimes. How many say amen? So, so don't give up because somebody you know and somebody you love is depending on you. They're pulling for you. They are. They are like. They're. They're like. They're, they are pulling for us not to give up. Even people that 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 you think that they don't love you or want you, they do. They're pulling for you, uh, because don't give up. Because success is hanging in there, Amen. while others let go. That's all success is. Success is not becoming something great or someone great. Just hanging in there. Just just having the pluck. Uh, being a survivor. So David says, has anyone survived? Has anyone from the house of of Saul survived? He didn't say, has any of the house of Saul thrived? Is there any great person, great man, or from the house of Saul? No, has anyone survived the plunder and the war and the attrition? And there was one person, one person uh, named Mephibosheth. Sometimes all you have to do is survive. Amen. Okay, maybe not. (laughs) So Albert Einstein says that life... uh, that, that the reason you shouldn't give up is because life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you got to keep moving. Amen. So to keep your balance you got to keep pedaling. That's why you shouldn't give up. How many say amen? So, so in uh, Matthew chapter 15, there you go, why I shouldn't give up. Matthew chapter 15, there's a story that I've asked the, the, the preacher. Uh, Brother Chris is a, is a missionary pastor, apostle in uh, Nigeria. He comes like once a year just to visit me. <laughs> okay, why are you laughing? Come, uh, okay. just a visit, and then I, I just I just feel like he's got a word along this vein, and then I'm going to come and make a an altar call and correct any mistakes and any wounds that he makes. Thank you. Uh, would you help me receive the bishop, Chris? Bishop Chris. Yeah. Let me just make sure it's on. Okay. Amen. Amen.
1: there are things we could learn from the Canaanite woman that I would like to draw your attention to there are things we could learn from But the Canaanite woman was intentional she knew that they were us against her but she was intentional to get a miracle she knew that it's not legally by law She was not positioned to receive what she wanted to receive, but she knew what to do. And I want to point some few things to you in this scripture. If you look at this scripture clearly, you will find this Canaanite woman saying, Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. Listen, she was not just talking because she likes to talk. She knew what that meant to Jesus. When she said, son of David, have mercy on me, she was connecting on the sure mercies of David. Amen. If you go to Acts 14, after 13, verse 34, And Isaiah 55, verse 3, it speaks about the sure mercies of David. God said to them, when he was making covenant with David, he said, even if your children, they sin against me, I will cause them to be beaten by the rod of men, but I will not completely remove my mercy from them. So when the Canaanite woman was saying, David, uh, Jesus, have mercy on me, he was saying to Jesus, remember the covenant. And I want to tell you this morning, remember the covenant. The covenant. In Psalm 89 verse 34, he said, my covenant will I not break. Then I will alter the thing that come out of my mouth. Mm. God has altered healings for your life,
0: Amen.
1: deliverance for your life, liberation for your life. Whatever you are going to, you can come out of it. Whatever the enemy has done to your life, you can recover. Because that is the covenant. Mm. So she knew that even though she was not qualified, but that she could assess Jesus. She could assess the healing power of God by simply remembering him of his covenant. Amen. 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 As I fellowship with God this morning, the Lord kept speaking to me about my covenant. Covenant. My covenant. Amen. Because God's covenant makes God predictable. predictable. Amen. I can tell you that you'll be here this morning. Why? Because of the covenant. Right. right. I can tell you this morning that you'll be delivered. Why? Because of the covenant. I can tell you that you'll be set free this morning because of the covenant. That was what this lady was laying on. He said, he said, have mercy on me. Remember. The sure mercies of David. Can you tell the Lord this morning? Remember the sure mercies of David. Amen. And you are going out of this place free and free forevermore. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Number two. You see, may I add quickly that each time you say mercy. You are simply telling God, please remove judgment from me.
0: Yeah, amen. That's good. Mercy.
1: Mercy will bring you, like I was just speaking to my host this morning, and I said to him, There's something about me. I could call it my weakness. What is it? I have mercy on people easily. Mm, Because I believe that mercy Mm -hmm. is the nature of God. And I said to people, I do not want to belong to anywhere where they don't show mercy. Right. Because mercy is God's nature. Mercy is God's nature. That's why I and you have not been destroyed. Oh. Mm. Because of the sure message of David.
0: Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's so good. when
1: this lady was saying, have mercy on me, she was not just joking. She was intentional.
0: Mm, that's good.
1: She knew what she wanted. She knew that when she gets the mercy of God, that demon will get out. And I can tell you this morning, whatever is harassing your life will lose you today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So we must approach God with mercy. We must approach God knowing that there is a sure mercy of David. Amen. The word sure means that it's reliable. The word sure means that it is something that a check, you can go to the bank and cash. It says the sure message. God will not turn around and say he's no longer going to show mercy. So anyone this morning that is claiming for the message of God, God will show mercy on you. In the name of Jesus. And by mercy, you'll be free. By mercy, you'll be delivered. By mercy, you'll receive miracles. Another thing I need to add quickly is that this lady was desperate. Because when Jesus said, Hello, I am not sent to you, that could be like a closed door a closed door. Can you imagine that you are rushing to take an advantage over an open door and suddenly close to the door is smashed and then they say, you can't enter? That was what this lady was facing. He a lady, in spite of you are trying to put, you are trying to put demand on the covenant, I'm not saying to you, you can't partake of this. Because it belongs, this bread you are asking for belongs to my children. Amen. Two things there. Yeah, the lady knew that she was not a child of God, but she counted on God, who has mercy, to show mercy. She knew. No, sometimes we think we want to be perfect to get God answer our prayer. God. Does not bother about your perfection.
0: <laughs>
1: because he says, that I'm your sufficiency.
0: Yes.
1: All he needs is for you to truly believe him. Come on. This lady was desperate for a miracle. Yes. I know of a young lady that was dying away of kidney failure some years back, came to my ministry. She was desperate to be healed. She, I mean, she was ready to get out of that situation. And God humbled kidney failure before my face and her face. Today she is still alive. Completely healed and delivered. She was desperate. This lady was desperate. You need that faith, my friend. Let me tell you something. (laughs) You have no right to fail. You have no right to be on the ground. Because the prize for your victory has been paid already. Amen. The cross of Calvary oh is a crucial evidence. And I, I, sometimes I tell the devil, I say, listen to me, folks, do you listen to me? I have evidence that these things can be here. What is the evidence? When he said it was finished, all things were accomplished.
0: Amen.
1: because in John chapter 19 verse 27 he said when he saw that all were accomplished then he said it is finished yes, yes, yes. I don't know what you are going through that was not accomplished there all you need to do is to come right and take what belongs to you <laughs> healing the children's bread and healing is your portion today in the name of Jesus Christ you only need to be desperate you only need to be persistent let me say to you this what do you mean by testimony a testimony a testimony is a product of persistence waiting on the Lord for a miracle. And so when it is done, you know it is done. So, people don't just testify because they should be talking. They have an experience. God will give you an experience today. God will give you an experience today. I said, God will give you an experience today. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, our persistency before God, listen to me. It's just not that as if God does not want to hear your prayer. But God wants to watch out whether you are ready to serve him. Do you understand? And sometimes God delays. is not just because he doesn't want to do it, but he wants you to grow into maturity. You Know you you will remain a child until you begin to have an encounter with God that brings you to him. God is more interested in your coming to him than healing you. I hope you are well of that. Because when you come to him, you are not only going to be healed you'll be an instrument of healing. I don't know whether you got that. Uh, God wants is not just not only interested in your being healed. He's intruded in your coming to him. Because when he got you, you will not only be healed, you become an instrument of healing. Yeah. That's where God wants to take you to. Right. Listen, whatever you are going through now is because God has chosen you as an instrument to solve that problem. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you will never understand the pain people go through until you go through those pain. <laughs> and you will never have true passion and true compassion to pray for people until you have gone through that experience and then you know what they are going through. Yeah. And it is that passion and compassion that causes the virtue of God to move in the directions of the who put in demand on God. Yeah. So this morning, I want to trust that as you come to him today and put a demand on him, just like this woman put a demand, she put a demand on Jesus. She knew what to do to to command his attention. That's why he brought him straight to face with the covenant. Have mercy on me, son of David. Son of David, you are a product of the covenant. So show mercy on me. Yeah. Even though it's not my qualification to get bread, break the protocol by mercy and give my miracle. I will not allow you go except you bless me. Yeah. Listen to me. I want you to be desperate enough to break off from anything that wants to stop you. Yeah. Like I told people, Satan will never tell you you are free. Every time you turn to Satan, he will tell you you are bound, you are in trouble, you won't get out of this situation. So what you need to believe is not Satan. What you need to believe is not your feeling. What you, what, you not, what you need to believe is not your circumstances. What you need to believe is not the proclamation of people around you. What you need to believe is the word of God. Amen. Amen. I don't care what people say about your situation, but if God says this, it shall be done. Amen. As a them. there's a lady some years ago. She came into my meeting. She, she had not been active because she was sick for so many years. It was clear to those who live within her neighborhood that she was sick, and the Lord miraculously stretched forth His hand and healed her the day she was after that healing, the day she was going to the market, people came out to watch and to say we know that this woman was sick before. Now we can see God's healing. Yeah. God will give you a testimony. He will give you a testimony. He will give you a testimony. It will give you a testimony. Will give you a testimony. Yeah, okay. God bless you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, thank you. Um, so I'd like to, um, yes, so I want to help just all of us maybe circle the wagons here, and, and you have an outline, and, and just spiritually, I love what the, the Bishop was sharing here with respect to uh, a breakthrough, and I think that this, this, this um, outline has some, an element that will help cement Uh, this message and it's really about perseverance and about a persistent faith a persistent spirit that doesn't give up prematurely and uh, prematurely And, and in the first verse it says that she came to Christ and invoking the name of David the son of David have mercy and then the Bible says here that first verse that Jesus did not reply not even a word and so sometimes we come to God and we pray and we're desperate And we use the right nomenclature, religious nomenclature. And we use the name of Jesus. But the pretense, the motives behind it is, hey, I'm desperate and I need a miracle and I want it now. And Jesus says, let me check your motives. Let me check your heart first. Uh, Nobody fools God. And she's a Canaanite. She's a Syrophoenician. She's from a Greek background and she has no covenant. She's not the daughter of Abraham. Amen. She's not the daughter of David. And yet she invokes the mercy, the mercy covenant that God says, even though you're not my children, I will have mercy in whom I will have mercy right? I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And so she appeals to the nature of God because our God is a merciful God. Uh, he is, he is, the Bible says he is slow to anger and he's humongously great in mercy. And that's why we have not been consumed. That's what uh, Lamentation says. That's why we haven't been uh, tore up, consumed, burned, or in hell is because of God's mercy. How many say amen? Amen. She hung in there. She hung on there, in there, and then, and then. So, so the next step is that the disciples say, "Lord, send her away." How many of us have been rejection? Rejection is one of the most difficult things to handle. Period. Is 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 who you are, your intentions, uh, good or bad? But rejection, it, it really, really painful uh, in, any, in any endeavor, especially at home, relationships, and, and the disciples saying, send her away. You know what she does next? If you have the verse up there, um, Abe, um, the, the next thing that she does is that she comes and she bows to Jesus and, and she worships Jesus. She worships Jesus. Um, and this verse says, um, um, so Jesus says to her, um, woman, I was sent only uh, to help God's lost sheep. M- my first assignment is not those outside of the covenant. My first assignment, woman, is lost the lost sheep of Israel. Uh, I- I've come to Israel and uh, you're not sheep, you're a goat. That's what he's saying. You're, you're not sheep. You're not you're a goat. And I love, I love what happens there. And then just, just, just the Bible says she came and she worshiped him pleading again. She did not like leave her pain because when you're desperate, thank you, Bishop. That's a, when you're desperate, you got nowhere to go except to God. Yes. So when you're desperate, I mean, you'll do anything. Yes. Some people buy anything, uh, they're, they're desperate. Um, they they'll engage in any kind of activity in any kind, just because of the slightest hint of hope. They'll buy the product that's a sham product, but they're desperate. Um, They'll go to a place where they shouldn't be because they're desperate. Some people even come to church on Sunday because (laughs) they're desperate. And it's not because we came to worship and exalt God, and God knows you didn't come here to tithe. God knows that. (laughs) Thank you. It's because you want something from Him because we're desperate. We have a son who's in trouble, a daughter, a situation, finances, we're broke, we're broken, uh, and we're desperate. And God knows that. He doesn't... God, but, but when God is silent, God sometimes is silent, not even a word, because He wants our motives to be right. Um, and, um, and then sometimes we have rejection, even from a church that loves you, and we want to do better. And sometimes you feel like, man, nobody said hello, or maybe something didn't go well. But I, I love this verse because Jesus tells her, woman, let me get things, let me just share with you. I came to the lost sheep of Israel and you're not part of the lost sheep, the flock. You're not part of the flock, you're a goat. And yet the next things that she does says, I might not be a flock and I, I might not be, you're right. I have no uh, covenant that with David and I'm not a daughter of Abraham and and you're right i'm not part of the lost sheep of israel but i know who you are you're the son of god you're the messiah i've seen you or i've heard the bible says in 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 mark chapter 7 that she heard of jesus and and hearing the faith comes from hearing and hearing of the from the word of god or for the word of god and and she had faith she had faith she had persistent faith she had every opportunity to go uh, pack up and go home but you can't go home when you have a son or a daughter or a situation who's, um, who is possessed, who's demon-possessed, and she was not gonna go home, no matter what, until she had her miracle. Because she loved her daughter. Because the situation was desperate straits. And the Bible says that she worshiped her. And saying, in essence, saying, I- I'm not sheep, I'm goat, I'm not a daughter of, of David. I'm a Canaanite woman. And then so Jesus says, the last one, like, like, like woman, it's not right, it's not right. I, I can't give the, 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 the bread, the bread that belongs to the children, and I just can't give it to, to mere uh, dogs. I can't, hey, this, this bread belongs to the children of God. And she says, truth, Lord. Let me see if it, uh, that's okay. She says, truth, Lord. Truth. That, that is true. Lord. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right in the way, mister. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All of you guys are in the way of God's plan this morning. I mean, God wants people to see the scriptures. Oh, mercy. Have uh, uh, mercy. No, I'm you. No, you guys. Yeah. No, you're all hurt. Thin skin, fickled. No, that's okay. And then and, and she says, that she's, this is, this is big. It's not right to give the food, the bread that belongs to children and just cast it like that to the dogs. So she says, woman, basically Jesus ignores her. The disciples reject her. Uh, Jesus says, you're not cheap. You're a goat. And now in essence saying, woman, you're not part of the, the you're not children. You're not gonna get the bread or this is the bread. This is the food that belongs to God's children. And she says, truth, Lord, truth. And she says, but I wanna appeal to a law, a greater law, and that's the law of creation, that I'm still your creature. So so you still made me. I'm still part of your creation. And if a bird has a right to a worm, then the dogs have rights to the morsels that fall from the master's table. So that's okay. I'm not going anywhere because I know who you are. And I'm not going anywhere without my miracle. And then Jesus says, oh, woman. In the, Hebrew, in the Greek, it says that he groaned in his spirit. Oh, woman. Like, ay, 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 ay. ay. That's like the Spanish word. Like, like, whoa. And great, great, great is your faith. Let it be done unto you. However you want. You, You call it, it'll get done. You declare it. Declare those things that are not. As though they were. There's a moment where you stand your ground, and no matter if you are, if your if your prayers are going unanswered and God is silent, not even a word. If the church or anybody has not treated you the way you you feel like you deserve, you keep coming back no matter what. Yes. Uh, even if you feel like you've been insulted, and some of us maybe have, uh, you still don't relent. You keep yourself right in front of He who can. He can change any heart, by the way. There's not one heart that you know of, somebody that has hardened their heart toward a particular direction. There's not one son or one daughter. There's not one family member, not a husband, not a wife that God cannot change their heart. This morning, this very morning, if you just, just re- refuse to leave this place without a miracle in your hand, and the Bible says, let it be done unto you however you want the Bible says, I love in, in um, Mark chapter 7, He says, that very hour, the demon uh, left her, her daughter just, just, and her, her, her faith, her grant, I mean, her wishes were granted just like that. Would you stay? thank you so very much for joining us today on the Lifehouse podcast, I pray and hope this message has encouraged, inspired and challenged you to grow closer to God. If you would like to be a part of what God is doing here at LifeHouse, visit our website at LifeHouseChurch.com. That's LifeHouseChurch.com for more information or consider subscribing and share it with one of your friends and family. Thank you again for being part of our journey, your journey that will lead you to know God better, grow together and go serve and make a difference. Thank you again. God bless you. See you next time.